hell are you going? Come on, Logan. Stop. Come on, let's get the hell out of here. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Nez back. East Society Podcast. 31 Days of Horror continues. And tonight, uh, we are going to bring you the 1976 horror sci-fi? Okay. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) H.G. Wells, The Food of the Gods. More frightening than the war of the worlds. More prophetic than things to come. More imaginative than the time machine. Now, H.G. Wells' masterpiece of science fiction, The Food of the Gods. The terrifying tale of man fighting for his life against an ecology gone berserk. Marjo Gortner, Pamela Franklin. The last chance an unsuspecting world has against harmless animals and insects made huge and vicious by the food of the gods, hunting humans in packs, preying on their flesh. The food of the gods. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. The food of the gods for a taste of hell. Uh, but before we dive into it, uh, you heard her last year. Uh, she was on, I think, I think last year with the Magnez podcast as well as yes. 31 Days of Horror. That's right. I believe we did uh, the Burnt Offerings. That's which, right. I was glad that we did that one because when we really broke it down, because there was a lot in that film <laughs> that I didn't really understand. But once we were talking about it, I was like, oh, okay, okay. Now I really get what's happening here. But. Um, this one, it's a book. I didn't read it. Um, did you Same. read the, this book? No, I, I finally bought Burnt Offerings. It's on my to-be-read shelf, but I have not read H.G. Wells' Food of the Gods. Um, I haven't either. I, I know I remember seeing it at my friend's house. She's got just her whole house is a library. Just nice. Books, 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 books everywhere. And I remember seeing it, and she was talking about it uh saying that it was like totally different than what we saw in the movie but i mean no i get doubt. it <laughs> you, you have to change a lot when you uh ad- adapt a book uh into a film so but when was the first time you seen the food of the gods so i know i saw it when i was little because those images of the giant animals kind of stuck with me and i know that the 70s brought us a lot of giant animals or just animals amok right we had the Kingdom of the Spiders and <laughs> Empire of the Ants, which oh. is another of my of my faves. You had um, Devil Dog, you know, so there was all kinds of animals, crazy animals in the 70s. And it just really kind of those images stuck with me. And this one had kind of a, a special significance. It must have been where my, my fear of rats started because I've had way too many personal encounters with rats over the years. 
but those images of the giant rats like those still creep me out so i know i must have seen this either on you know when it was rerun on tv but i know that it was when i was little because i remember thinking a lot about all the giant animals yeah when i first saw this um my brother and i we used to come home after school on uh, abc channel 7 in the bay area uh they had they used to have uh the 330 movie and that's where i that's where i saw a lot of uh a classic film some films that i've brought up on uh, 31 days of horror i mean seeing all the the planet of the apes films nice uh, especially during october they they run all these type of films food of the gods and you mentioned empire of the ants which also i love (laughs) yes maybe we'll think about that (laughs) we we might have to bring it back next year (laughs) yeah we'll have to tackle that one um, I mentioned it before, uh, but that one, but as well as uh, Food of the Gods, um, we used to come home back in the day, boys and girls. There was this thing called the TV Guide. <laughs> you yes. opened it up and it <laughs> gave you all the things that were coming on TV, movies, everything. So I was like, okay, Food of the Gods. And I remember my dad saying, oh, yeah, that one's pretty good. It's about all these giant animals uh, attacking these people. And all right, cool. Uh, giant animals chasing people i'm with that so i remember me and my brother sitting there watching it and just like it just stuck with me yeah like oh my god um like what if something like this did happen what if animals did grow to be a hundred times bigger than 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 they should i love the choice of animals that they used in this because they're out in um in the wild somewhere on some island. I think it was mm-hmm. in uh, British Columbia. They really didn't kind of go into it. But so I remember watching it going, oh, man, this is awesome. And I really loved the the practical effects yes. of <laughs> us- using for to make the animals look big. And then the mixture of live animals. And I, at the time watching this as a kid, you're not thinking of an- an animal cruelty. Uh, just like, oh, that's cool, that's cool. But now watching it when I'm much older, I had some questions. I had to do research on some of the stuff with the, with the use of okay. the uh, of the animals, mainly the I'm rats. To hear, yes, I'd like to I was, hear. <laughs> I was like, whoa, because <laughs> I mean, it, it 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 it's a graphic film. I mean, there's blood and everything. There's no guts or anything or, or dismembering. Well, there kind of is, but they just it's like just really quick. So I remember going, man, this movie's awesome. And just every time it came on, uh, I would watch it. Mike, he loves this film as well. I remember what sitting at his house when we were kids watching this. And just like, oh, my God, because well, I was only five when this movie came right. out. <laughs> the one that I do remember when we bring it up again, Empire of the Ants. I remember going to a restaurant and sitting there in a waiting, uh, little waiting area. And there was a TV on and they showed the the trailer for um or the tv spot for empire of the ants i was like oh man i don't want to see this i want to see this and i didn't see right. it until much years later when it finally came on tv but but yes uh hg wells the food of the gods this was directed by bert i gordon uh when a strange edible substance substance appears in a remote island local farmer mr skinner and his wife deem it ble- a blessing and f- uh, and feed it to their farm animals. Farm animals. Soon after, wildlife 
such as rodents and insects have eaten the food, which makes them anything, anything make, well, sorry, everyone, which makes anything that consumes it grow in size. These gigantic beasts start terrorizing the island with an athlete named Morgan among those who are fighting for their lives against the gargantuan creatures. All right, that was just a, a lengthy one on Google IMDb. I love them with the one sentence. A group of friends traveled to a remote Canadian island okay. to hunt only to be attacked by a giant uh, killer animals which have populated the place. Again, it's directed by Bert I. Gordon, written by H.G. Wells and Bert I. Gordon, the director. So I assume he just adapted his screenplay. And uh, this is what we got. And this stars... Ooh, I'm never good with names. I think it's Marjo Gortner, a Pamela Franklin, a Ralph Meeker, John Cipher, Ida Lupino, John McLean, Tom Stovall, Brenda Balski, Chuck Courtney, a Reg Tunachif or Cheffy. I don't know. And that's pretty much it. But the main was is is the first few names that I read. There isn't that many people in this plus all the giant animals that are running around and insects (laughs) but before we dive into what was going on what did you like about this film growing up when you first saw it so growing up just like you i think i was just really fascinated by this idea of these giant creatures because even though it seems scary it also just seems like kind of cool right and um I remember just, yeah, like like any kid, oh, well, what happens if my dog would eat this or what if we ate it, right? And, and these, some, some of these themes come up, you know, in the film, they kind of speculate on, on what on the what ifs. But I think as a kid, I was just really taken in by this idea of, of people trying to survive, uh, you know, with these animals, you know, going crazy on the island. But I don't think, you know, as a kid, you, you kind of don't realize about writing, about acting, about effects. Yeah. Like you, you're just kind of in it for kind of the big ideas, right? Giant animals, people are scared and trying to fight for their lives. And that for me is is what had me. And just like you, every time it was on, my brother and I would sit there and watch it again. So we still talk about it to this day. That stands out as one of these films from the 70s that we just can't let go. And when I got COVID uh, last June, oh. you know, you're stuck in the house and not feeling good. So I decided to have like a film festival and I watched all of these 70s B movies that I loved, including The Food of the Gods. And that's kind of why it kind of stayed in my mind because it was fresh in my mind again. Yeah, I mean, this one, I mean, the movie isn't much. I don't know much about the book. I'm sure it obviously it would explain a lot more, uh, more of the what they call The Food of the Gods. And it's some kind of white oatmeal looking substance <laughs> that came out of the ground <laughs> so i mean yeah I don't, I don't i don't know the description or how what they said in the book or anything but this wherever this stuff came from came out of the earth uh it was um i thought that was another thing uh, just to jump kind of ahead uh the farmers that actually it was on their property what would make if you saw something coming out of the ground <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't like oh, you know what maybe the animals will eat this i'm like okay <laughs> but then there would be no movie <laughs> but this one i mean it it really doesn't go into much of an explanation on, on your characters where um 
the the main character Morgan, he is a football player, and him and his buddies are just also on the football team or part of the football organization. They kind of, mm-hmm. you know, what I need a break from this. Let's go uh, hunting. So him and his one of his buddies goes out to this island. Um, we do meet uh, the, the the farmer, one of the farmers, uh, Miss, Mrs. Skinner. We meet her because we kind of see her lingering around her cabin. And then while they're out there hunting, uh, the two guys, Morgan and his buddy, they kind of get um, distracted by something in the woods. They hear something and it turns out to be uh, his buddy goes out to see what it is. And uh, of course, he's got his big giant hunting shotgun with him. And then we start to see, we hear the buzz, the buzzing sound, and then like, when you first hear, especially as me, I'm like, wow, what what was it gonna, what is it gonna be? And we notice that it's these big hornets, but there was not CGI all the time for you young listeners. It was just <laughs> <laughs> the best we can do in in '76, probably '75 when they filmed this. <laughs> but uh a lot of trick imagery on the screen like this it's more of like just a, a silhouette and but it's moving really fast on the screen and of course you gotta have the actor swatting around at things it's probably not even <laughs> there <laughs> act like it's in the air and swing uh but we hear it but then we do see actual practical effect of one specking at him and and uh stinging him to death so Morgan comes running out there and he finds his buddy. And when he flips him over, his buddy's face is like just super swollen, like he got beat up. So he but they find they find out he is dead. So they take him to the hospital and the, and the police and the doctors are the ones that say that it, is, it looks like he's got stung like a thousand times right. by a, a ton of wasps. And they're like, because uh, they didn't tell the police or the doctors what they saw. They just kind of kept it to themselves. So then this is when we start to see Mrs. Skinner. And she is kind of lingering around. Because um, Morgan does go to the cabin when he's trying to find uh, help. Right. He's trying to find a phone. Yeah, but she doesn't have one. She goes, there's no phones around here. But before he actually meets her, he hears something in one of her little sheds. And he walks over. Oh, that's right. and, (laughs) And then he opens it up. And there's these giant, there's a giant rooster that just starts <laughs> pecking at him. I let this is that's this is the stuff that I love about these type of films when you have an actual practical effect of a huge uh, rooster head, and I'm sure those guys <laughs> standing there holding it and act like you're fighting, and because the camera work is all over the place, they don't really focus in on anything, and then he's he's fighting for his life and he ends up uh, stabbing. The rooster with a pitchfork. Right. And I, I love how when he got up before he walked out of the little um little shed, uh, we see actual live giant chickens in there and that the dead rooster laying on the floor. Um again, special effects in the seventies, they did their <laughs> best. And when, when we were young kids, we were like, Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> but you watch it today. We st- we can still enjoy it, but like my kids when i would have them watch these old movies they're like this is so fake what did you like about this i'm like different so times. funny thing about that my daughter was with me during this part of the film she was with me in the beginning 
and she liked the hornet attack, even though, you know, the effect isn't great. But she said it reminded her of the tracker jackers from Hunger Games. So that was kind of her point of reference was, oh, this is like those hornets in the Hunger Games. So she was in for that. But once she saw the roosters, then she was like, what are we watching? (laughs) (laughs) Really, Mom, this used to scare you? I said, yes. I mean, it's funny. I mean, to everyone, younger viewers, listeners, it's uh, that's that's what we had. I mean, we didn't <laughs> we didn't have computers. We didn't have any of the stuff that you guys have today. But they did their best for us to entertain us when we were younger, when we were kids watching these films. So that guy Morgan, he kind of just ends up just leaving, um, and his buddy he, he's dead. So they just kind of go off, and then we kind of also run into. Another guy and a woman, I believe his name was Jack uh, Burning Burningston. Yes. And Rita, I believe her name was. I think I don't. I should have. Yeah, I should have wrote names down. I I just was. uh, Okay. Lorna. Her name was Lorna. All right, Lorna. She was uh, his assistant, and. They went to the farm and they were saying, oh, we're here to meet uh, Mr. Skinner. He was telling us that he had something for us to see. Um, but all when there was some cutbacks, we see Mr. Skinner, played by John uh, McLeam. He is on a, you have to take, you have to take a ferry to get to this island. So he's on there and he starts talking to the guys on the boat. Hey, is there anything that happened? Uh, anything weird that's happened lately and they're kind of like oh well some guy got stung to death and uh, his buddies took him off he goes did he mention anything about anything giant and the guy (laughs) was like uh no so mr skinner he's trying to make his way back back home to the farm and he kind of runs across the these giant rats and this is like one of the first times that we see him and uh, again, I love the mixture of, of the live action rats and the people that, that make the big giant head rats. Because when we see, uh, when the actual live humans are fighting the, the animals, all we see are the heads of whatever. And it's just a big giant <laughs> rat head. And he's, ah. <laughs> but and I was co- screaming with him. <laughs> yeah. It's. It's still cool, though. I mean, I would love to make a movie like that. I mean, but you make a movie like this, how they did it. We'll enjoy it, but a lot of people are like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, CGI is expensive, but <laughs> to actually hold a big giant rat head and act like it's biting them, and I love it because with the camera work, again, they never hold the camera still. It's all over the place. The, it, the screen is super shaky, but we see this guy fighting, and then blood, and then we see, they pull back, and we see that there's a bunch of uh, rats that just pull basically pulled him out of his car broke through the windshield tore the doors off and just pulled out mr skinner and and ate him up that's when we see mr bernstein and lorna driving by to go to the cabin and but there was a lot of those man they didn't even care they just drove right by him uh, a crime scene <laughs> and, and then we're introduced to rita and thomas yes um the the two it's a two couple that are out in a big giant one of those old school RVs and they're like kind of stuck off to the road and she's waving for him waving for him stop stop and Mr Bernstein he didn't care he just yeah just drives by to get to the cabin and then the, we they kind of talk to them for a second or the the audio we get to see them um, they're just out camping and 
at this point, we don't know what happened to them. But going back to Morgan, he is still thinking it all over within his head. Like this, this, this has something has to be done about this. So he kind of gets uh, his other buddy, and they're like, you know what? Let's go. So the they take uh, him and his buddy Brian, uh, another guy that sits in the football organization. They're like, we gotta go, man. We we gotta get out there. We gotta stop this uh, before anything gets off that island. So they go back to to the island and they go they need to go back to the farm the mrs skinner uh the skinner farm because that seems to be she seemed to be uh oh no when, when he went to her house when he was looking for a phone that's when she brought him in and this movie moves really fast because she brought him in and they just went oh well well first she goes you know what can you come in i want you, i want to ask you a question so he goes in and she goes are those rat holes because we see these big holes yeah, uh, in, in the side of the wall, and he goes, "Yeah, probably." And she goes, "Oh man, they got to the food." And then he kind of like, "What?" And then she spins around, and this is the first time we see the actual gooey gunk that she had. And she goes, "Yeah, it's stuff that just comes out of the earth that uh, that God gave us, mm-hmm. and uh, we give it to the to the animals." And he's like, "You feed this to them?" She goes, "They won't eat it by itself, but if we mix it with the the corn grain, they'll eat it." So he's kind of like, oh man, he kind of he, he puts two and two together quick. He's like, <laughs> this this is what's making everything big. And she goes, yeah, because she was scared that the rats got into it. So she goes, there there could be big giant rats running around out there. So he's like, oh my god. So, but this is all the first time Morgan was on the island, and this is the, and then when him thinking about all these big things, that's when they go back. Right. Um, there's a scene. This is probably the creepiest and and the scene that I didn't really care for. And even watching it this morning, uh, <laughs> Mrs. Skinner hears something in her kitchen, and she goes in and she looks around. She starts uh, digging around on her shelf, and then all of a sudden she's like, ah! And then she pulls her arm out, and she's at this big. She called them worms, but it looked like a caterpillar. Yeah, or like grubs, or like maggots is what it looked yeah. like to me. It was they were huge. Let's say they were at least over twelve inches long, and they looked pretty thick. And there was like a few of them, and they were like, I don't know why why she just stuck her arm there and let them grasp on and start biting. I figured after that first bite, you would have pulled your hand out of there, <laughs> <laughs> and then there would be no movie. <laughs> right. But she ends up chopping them up and and putting them in the sink. So, uh, Mister. Ben, Benson, Bensington, that's his name. I'm keep calling him something else. Him and Lorna, they show up, and then she's kind of like, "All right, this is the, this is the food." Or no, he kind of. She goes, "Well, Mr. Skinner said he wanted to show me something," and she's like, "Well, I'm not gonna tell you anything until he comes home. He should be home any time now." And he goes, "Well, you're telling me I came all the way out here for nothing," and then she goes, "Well, well all right." So she kind of shows him, "This is." This is what he wants to show you. And he's like, what, what is it? She goes, well, we used to think it was oil, but it wasn't. And she goes, yeah, it just comes out of the ground naturally. So he's kind of like, all right. He doesn't really think much of what's happening. But then they get a, a run into the the uh, the the wasps. They come, yes. they come flying down. They were like in the house. I don't know why he came out, <laughs> but then there wouldn't have been a cool seat. <laughs> He's standing there swinging a shovel, and we see the special effects of just the TV screen effects of them swooping down on him. 
And then this is when Morgan and uh, Brian come rolling up in their Jeep and they bust out their shotguns and they start shooting them. So by this time, ben- Bensington, he, Mr. Bensington, he, he realizes, all right, this, this could be gold for us, for his whatever company he was working for. Because he had the idea of, because uh, he was starting to like, you know, I'm, I'm going to take this stuff and take it back to where, wherever his company was. And obviously he just sees the money value of this. This could be, <laughs> this could be, make us millions. And he, his idea was, you know what, we can feed these to animals and basically end hunger. We can have <laughs> giant chickens, we can have giant cows and giant this and that. And then try to mix it into our uh, our plants, our vegetation, make the the fruits and vegetables bigger. And they're like, "What? This can't get out. This needs to stay here. It needs to stop here." But he's all he sees is dollar signs. So they're like, "Well," because then uh, Mrs. Skinner was like, "Well, tell him." Then she goes, "Yeah, there's there's rats out there because they did see some." So we go back to the couple that are stranded on the side of the road in the RV. And then they're kind of like, she's pregnant, getting ready to pop any minute. That was another thing. <laughs> I wouldn't take my wife way out in the middle of nowhere if she's getting ready to do do any minute. <laughs> right. So, then there would be no suspense in this film. So they're there and they start hearing stuff. And then the the rats, we see that the giant rats are coming closer towards them uh morgan and uh brian they kind of run back out there uh to help them because they're saying that there's those people on the side of the road those rats are running around they're gonna get them so that's when they go back and uh help them and then we do get a cool scene of them uh shooting uh the rats with the shotguns all right in the in the film when we see them these are actual live rats um during the shotgun blasts we see the uh, the the actual rats getting hit, and we see like blood, special effects. I was thinking when I first saw this, when I was in watching it years later, I was thinking, how did they do that? Yeah, how did they do that? I was like, this couldn't be either. They're just really killing these these my these rats on screen for us, or it's got to be some kind of special effects. And I don't know what the animal laws were. Back in the 70s, but from what I understand, what I'm reading here, it says many believe that they actually shot the rats. Oh my God! Uh, uh, with something like a pellet gun for this movie. But Ugh. if you look, but if you look frame by frame, it's clear uh, what they actually what is actually done is that they shot a high intensity squirt of fake blood, stunning the rat. So I was like, okay. So I, after I read that, I kind of went back and I was rewinding it and I was watching it. Because we don't actually see chunks of the rat flying off the thing. But when, yeah, <laughs> oh I paused God. it. I paused it. It looks like, yeah, it looks like they did squirt something at them to, to make the effect of it got But the rat's shot. still getting hit and like some of them are flying backwards. Like, I mean, I think it's still, as much as I don't like rats. It's yeah. still kind of problematic, you know, by today's standards that they would have done this to all these rats. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially the ending. We'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, because when 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 the when they get hit, they get stunned, they jerk, they fly right. in the air. So sure. I'm like, okay, but that's still a lot of pressure hitting a rat. Because one of them got hit in the face or like in the eye, and I'm sure that didn't feel good. They do this throughout the film when they're dealing with the rats when they're shooting at them. 
They would a lot of uh, little paint shots at him. So yeah, because that that first time we see this, we're kind of like, as a kid, I'm like, wow, there's giant rats, and I love how they're doing this. Oh man, they're killing them. And then yeah, when you get older, you're like, oh wait a minute, this yeah, this <laughs> this couldn't fly today. Obviously, no. it would be CGI. it would be CGI, and no one would care. <laughs> but <laughs> but I was like serious, like how did how did they do this? So I I had to do the research to look, and that's the only one that I came up with um, okay. that I saw on uh, IMDb that all right that's that's cool and I did slow it down and look and you can clearly see when one of them gets hit with something it's just a a splat of the red paint or blood that they used so they rescue that couple they take them back everyone goes to the cabin and they're like we we need to do something so they one night uh, Morgan and Brian his buddy they go and blow up the uh, giant wasp nest and I love the practical effects again. They go out into the woods because they say the wasps come come back to their to their nest at night, so or their hive, and we should get them then. So they go up and uh, luckily Morgan, who's a football player, knows how to make bombs. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know he's making like pipe bombs. So at this point, my daughter has left. She's like, "This is a hot mess. I'm not going to watch this." She leaves. My <laughs> husband comes home and goes, "Oh, what are you watching? Oh, I want to watch." So he sits down and he's like. He was in the military, so I was like, oh, that's a pipe bomb, you know, so he's like narrating what he's making. <laughs> I know, I was like, wow, this guy, either, yeah, either he was in the military and, and played football when he came home, but <laughs> he knew how to make bombs. <laughs> so <Right. laughs> they made some bombs and they go over to the hive and uh, we hear the the buzzing of them inside. And so they stick uh, some little I don't know, whatever he made, uh, C4 plaque stick or whatever, he sticks it in there, and they, they like to fuse, and they run, and then the whole thing <laughs> blows up. So, okay, well, that's one issue done. Um, oh, earlier uh, in the film, that we don't see it. We kind of see the aftermath. That's when uh, Mrs. Skinner knows that the rats are big because she said, yeah, the rats came and broke into the uh, the chicken shed and killed all of the the hens that were in there. So they're like, all right, well, that's another issue we got to deal with. So, the, yeah, the main issue was the the hornets or, or the wasps, whatever they were, and, and the giant rats. Those were the, the biggest things we had seen other than the chickens, but they're all dead. Um, I was also wondering, I mean, we obviously we see the rats because of the, the rodents of the island. I was like, what else could have eaten that thing? I mean, obviously we saw those big grubs or caterpillars or whatever they were. I mean... I'm sure ants or any any kind of other bug that's crawling around out in the Buy dirt. Something, yeah. A spider or anything? I'm glad we didn't get any of that. I, <laughs> if you guys listened to Kingdom of the Spiders last year with Mike and I, oh, I still get <laughs> You're itchy now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I sat through that whole movie. And I had to because we were doing a commentary, so we were describing what was on the screen. It was a fun episode to listen to, but watching it, the movie, I was like, I'll probably never watch this movie again. <laughs> but So, yeah, I was sitting there thinking, uh, like a million different things could have gotten into that. Other little animals, giant deers or whatever they have on the island could have eaten it, but they just mainly focused on the rats. So right now they're thinking, all right, now that's the main, the main issue. So they all get back uh, to the house. Uh, Morgan is going off 
on uh, Mr. Bensington telling because he's like he's scooping it all up, putting it in buckets and jars. <laughs> he's ready. <laughs> yeah, I need to take this back. But Morgan comes back and just takes the all the stuff out of his trunk and starts smashing it on the ground. He's like, wait, wait, what are you doing? That's gonna be lots of money. And he, that was when he was telling them, yeah, this could end hunger. And he's like, no, it can't because if it gets out there and if it gets in kids or whoever, who knows what's going to happen. So while they're out there arguing, um, here come the rats. Everyone sees them and ah, they all go running back into the house. But Mr. Uh, Bensington, he's still outside trying to scoop up what the remains of what he has left. And then the, the, the rats attack him. And again, I love it. Big giant rat heads. Multiple rat heads pecking at him, the blood, him screaming, ah, and then that's the end of him because they kind of drag him off. But they're kind of thinking, Morgan's like, all right, well, we need to stop this somehow. Because along the driving, they were seeing things, and they were like, all right, we, we need to at least separate them from us. Because they had noticed there's like this uh, huge fence going along the property lines and everything so they had the idea well maybe we can uh electrify it so that (laughs) that, that's cool but all right i mean maybe that (laughs) section because they they get a an old generator and uh they hook it up to it with um junk jumper cables they kind of clip it onto the fence and it is electrified they they throw it and, and they do that so but as they were driving around they noticed that uh, part of the fence goes into the water, and they were he was noticing he was like, look man, he goes, I've noticed that they don't they don't get in the water because um, they're so big. Maybe they're they're not used to the the extra weight because when they're smaller, they said yeah, it was easy for them to swim, but now that they're so much bigger, maybe they their their brains or whatever can't comprehend of uh, swimming now being a hundred two thousand pounds heavier. So he's like, all right, well, maybe maybe that'll work. So they hook up the, the generator to the fence, and then here come the rats. I love the split-screen special effects <laughs> in this show. You see them, the live-action actors on one side, then you see the giant rats coming closer towards them. But in the middle of the screen, you obviously see that that blur of <laughs> a split. <laughs> hey, the best they could do in the 70s. But they come up. Uh, they touch the fence and bzz, and they're like, all right, it works, this works, okay, well, let's go. So they end up taking off. And then uh, they go, where did they go? They, did they go back to the house? Yeah, because, they went uh, back to the house. They went back to the house. They're dealing with more rats. And then, um, oh, no, 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 no. The, they they were on their way back to the house. And then they they got into it again. With uh, with the rats because they attacked uh, his buddy Brian. Mm, his, yeah, that's his, right. His buddy Brian got killed, so Morgan was all pissed, and that's when he went back to the house and saw Mister um, Bensington putting the stuff in the trunk, and he started breaking it all up. So all right, now they're stuck in the house. The Lorna, or not Lorna, um, Rita, she's going into labor, so they're like, oh my god, <laughs> the stress. Yeah, but Mrs. Skinner goes, you know, I can deliver babies, so so don't worry about it. So good thing she was there. So the baby's born. It's a little boy, and rats and everything are coming. Everyone's trying to just, all right, we need to just barricade ourselves in here. They have shotguns, but they don't have that much uh, shotgun shells for them. 
because this is when we see Morgan again going into action. This is when he was making the pipe bombs. Yes, and Molotov cocktails, too. <laughs> yeah, he had a big old uh, box of uh, explosives that he made. And um, a cool, uh, but he, I don't know, all he was opening up the, the shotgun shells and dumping in the powder and the little pellets that, that are in there. And uh, him and um, Thomas kind of got into an argument, but Morgan's like, this is the only way if we don't, if we don't try to stop it here, they're going to, they're going to kill us. So his idea was like, all right, we're going to go and blow up this dam. And then it's going to, his idea was we'll flood the area and the water will kill all the rats. So like, oh, we got to go back out there in this. And he goes, it's the only way or they're, they're going to bust in here and kill us and eat us. So like, oh, okay. So with all his pipe bombs, they, they make it out because uh, the, the rats kind of seem to go away for a little bit. So they race over to this uh, dam. I had an issue with this dam. Obviously, it's just for the movie. <laughs> um, I don't think that wood plywood dam would hold water back that much. <laughs> My, I mean, I could, I could be wrong, but that, that's just me thinking. <laughs> so they stick pipe bombs on, on the on the on the dam, and then they light it and take off, and then they uh, race back to the house, and the pipe bombs blow up, and then the the dam breaks, and then all this water just comes. I love the effect. On how all the fake water came pouring onto the screen. So they race back to the house. Uh, the 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 rats are trying to break in through the windows, and they're shooting at them, shooting everything that, that's coming through the windows. Some get actually get in, but they end up killing them. Uh, but one gets in through the kitchen and attacks Mrs. Skinner. And because uh, by by this time she had realized that her her husband's not coming back. He's gone. It's been a couple of days, and he should have been home. So one breaks, crashes through the window, attacks her. She's doing her best to stab it with what I think some kind of knife or whatever she had, um, but it it already bit her up, so she kind of just fell and died. But when the camera pulls back when they go in the kitchen, we see uh, Mrs. Skinner laying there in a pool of blood and a big giant rat laying on top of her. Cause, so she was she killed it. Yeah, so uh, they but, died together. Yeah, so she at least got it, but it didn't just let it get her. She went out fighting. Yes. So everyone's like, oh, my God. And the rats. I love that when they show the outside, it's actual miniature house with all these rats all over it, all trying to scratch through the walls or on the roof. And then here comes the water. <laughs> they're like, we need to get upstairs. So everybody races upstairs as the water's coming into the house and the rats are all outside swimming in the water. They're kind of standing on the balcony. And they're just looking, and we see the rats splashing and trying to swim and crawl up the sides of the wall. But there's some underwater shots where we see rats just floating there. And that was another question I had. Did they? There's a, there's a scene when it, when the water kind of settles and there's just rats floating on the water. I was like, were those real rats that they killed drowned for this? I I don't, I don't know, but <laughs> so um, I I couldn't find anything on how how they did that. But who I don't know. I know rats could swim because I've seen them swimming in Lake Merritt uh, plenty of times. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> guys, for that visual. <laughs> you guys know that that dirty lake. <laughs> so, but um, so because I know they could swim because I've seen a ton of them. Uh, that especially that little uh, waterway that goes over to Laney College. There, there were always oh, right, <laughs> always right there. 
so um but all the rats uh though there was a couple that were on the roof that they had to shoot and they they fell off oh i didn't mention that there was a white rat and it seemed to be the leader um it was just extra nice and clean white with red eyed red beady eyes so when they were on the roof and they shot those other ones and they, they're looking down at all the the rats that are drowning in the water uh, after they blew up the the dam and then they the lady the the mom girl uh what was her name rita she screams and they turn around and then we see the big giant white white rat on top of the roof uh morgan goes to shoot it but he's out of rounds jeez how did they kill him i don't remember they rifle whipped him oh that's right <laughs> It Not came down. Whip, rifle whip. <laughs> yeah, it came down. And he started hitting it in the head with the butt of the the rifle, and then it fell off into the into the water and then drowned. So that was the end of all of the giant rats. Either they all ran in a big giant pack, or there's other ones still running around the island. So, so they they basically that was the end, and everyone everybody's safe. But then we get a um. Uh, narration from Morgan. He starts talking about, yeah, he goes, this was something that shouldn't have happened, and uh, we stopped it here on the island. But then he's like, what? What if some of this stuff got off the island, got into the water streams, and uh, animals drank it? So while he's talking about this, we see two um, jars. Uh, one of them looked like it was closed, and one of them was open, and it still had a lot of the the, the little resident inside of it. And uh, it's floating down this river, goes down this little stream, and then it's floating out in this lake. And we see it, and then the camera pulls back, and we see cows drinking water. And then one of the little the little uh, jars is right next to a cow while he's drinking the water. And then we see the cows getting herded into um, one of those dairies where they take all the milk out of it. And then we see the process of them putting in milk containers and then taking them. We see a school and we see these little kids drinking the milk and then freeze frame of the seventies. And, and that's your movie. And that's your movie. I was thinking that same thing. Cause when he started going, yeah, what if we got in the water and, and, and this and that. And then like when the movie ends on that little kid drinking milk, I'm like, what, what, what could happen? Are, are these, as a little kid, and even now, are these kids going to get bigger because of this? Right. They made a Food of the Gods too, which I've never seen. I've I never saw, seen it either. I'll I've seen clips of. I've seen clips of it, but I don't know if it was. And there's a giant kid in it. Oh gosh! So it's a direct sequel. I I guess I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the clip <laughs> I found. I, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't actually find the movie. Uh, the Food of the Gods too. I mean, usually someone would throw it up on YouTube, but I just saw clips of it. So now I need to find it because I need to see. Same. I gotta wet this down. <laughs> if if kids, whatever, drank the milk, drank the water, or ate the meat or whatever, and then got big, because yeah, same thing. They showed this giant kid in an attic, and then we see the grown-ups and then he's the trickery of the seventies, maybe eighties when that one came out split screen of the big kid i'm like oh wow now i need to see this because i want to know is that did that kid go crazy and he's killing everyone or what but i don't know <laughs> i want to see this movie but um 
I'm okay. I'm looking at this. This was released on June 18th of 1976 here in America. And back then, uh, pretty much everything that was made into a movie went into the theater or the drive-in. This would probably be a good uh, drive-in movie. Um, it is, it, it's a cult movie now. It, it does have its cult status. Uh, when I go to horror conventions or listen to other different horror pods, they all talk about this movie. Uh, it's it's a half and half. They love it, and they love uh, the effects and everything of what they did. And then you get the other half of this is cheesy. Why do people like these type of films? And why is it scary? <laughs> this is nothing. No, I always gotta when I have these arguments with uh, youngsters online. I'm like, look at the time right. when they make. I mean, CGI didn't come into play until uh, in the 80s. Uh, just minimal, not a lot. Not like now where everything is CGI. We all had a little, but this was in the all or nothing days where they made the practical effects. Somebody had to make those big giant rat heads. Someone had to make that big rooster head and make those giant grub caterpillar, caterpillar things. And the giant wasp, too. Yeah, they had yeah, to make those. That. They had to make all that stuff. I mean, not, it's not just a click of the button, a click of the mouse, and oh, awesome. I mean, cool. I love when they do that, but you got to appreciate what they did in the '70s to entertain us. And there was a lot of movies like this. And we'll, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do Empire of the Ants because that one, we'll save that one for next year, everyone. But that one, was <laughs> stay <awesome>. tuned. <laughs> <laughs> that one was really good. It seemed like we didn't record that long ago when we did uh, uh, burnt offerings. So, but um, before we get out of here, Julie, man, thank you again for coming on. Of and I'm course. glad I lo- love talking to you, and uh, especially to for you to enjoy this type of stuff and wanting to do it. Oh so, yeah, if it's cheesy, a B movie, especially from the 70s and 80s, I'm all in. I'm all in for horror in, in general, but this is just like has a special place in my heart because, like you said, this is this is how we were entertained back in the day. You know, we didn't have. Um, you know, all these things to stream. We have like what three channels and and the movie theaters and the drive-ins and and this is how we were entertained. So you know, it just gave us a great love of of the these films because that's we didn't have lots of choices, right? But the choices we had, you know, we were really entertained by them. Yeah, again, this is a, a year before Star Wars changed my life, uh, everyone. But yeah, I still I still appreciate this. They it did have a a uh, blu-ray run but it's out of print now i had to get a um imported version i don't know what country oh, wow. it came i don't know what country it came from it's all in spanish uh so <laughs> w- when when it comes to the menu i had to guess on what was play <laughs> so, but i figured it out and i enjoyed it and nice um it's a good copy. They they really cleaned it up and everything. Nice. But this film I loved. Oh, the other thing I loved about this, um, the uh, the lady Mrs. Skinner when she had she had a lot of that stuff in and that came out of the ground in jars or in or in, uh, cans or something, and she just wrote uh, F O T G on the side <laughs> of it, and I was like, oh, right on, cool. I remember I went to a, a con one time and I saw a jar of white something just kind of sitting on somebody's shelf in their booth. Oh, I looked up at it and I saw that and I went, whoa, food of the gods. And that guy was like, thank you. Someone <laughs> knew what that yes. was. <laughs> I said, it stood right out to me when I saw it. And I remember because I said, I remember it in the movie. And he's like, oh, my God, right on. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is... um. This film is is in a lot, especially with older 
older watchers and listeners. I mean, this is the stuff we grew up with. Um, some of the younger generation, they can appreciate uh, the cheesiness. It is cheesy. But as little kids watching this, we're like blown away. Like, oh, my God, this is right. awesome. What if, the, what if this did happen? So, but I'm glad that we did this one. Julie, again, thank you so much for coming on. You are definitely a part of the East Society. So we're here for more. But everyone, um, any, before we get out of here, you got anything else uh, to say? <laughs> no, thank you for having me on. I love 31 Days of Horror. You're just adding to my to watch list. So I'm all in uh, this month to see what's what's next. Yeah, we got a lot for you. Uh, again, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Go down to the show notes and follow every, every everything that we have in our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and, and all of that, and uh, YouTube as well. Stop by Public, Pick up a T-shirt, please. Um, but with that, everyone, thank you so much. Come back tomorrow night for more 31 Days of Horror, and we'll see you then. So until next time, party on. <laughs>